Welcome to the Embracing No Other podcast. And today we'll continue our exploration of the theme of energetic responsibility. And this is the third in the series. And today, again, a, a very wonderful area to contemplate and also to reflect on and maybe to take inventory of is speech. And in particular, unconscious speech or excessive speech or gossip. So these are really the ways in which we disempower ourselves, how we waste energy really. We you know we can acquire precious power or energy through our meditation or sadhana or practice or retreats or contemplations or prayer or service. And then it can very easily get squandered with unconscious speech or excessive speech or this tendency to gossip. So we'll look at this today and you know in particularly in the world we live in it's it's a very difficult area to bring mastery to because there's so much loose talk in the world. There seems to be everybody's talking and this can be a fantastic thing but it also depends on the quality of the speech the content and how it's delivered what's the energy behind it it's often very telling that people don't take pause to consider their speech so this is one of the areas is that we have kind of this reactive speech. It's kind of, it just kind of flows from us without consideration, like a conditioned patterning, like a habit. Someone says one particular thing, we, we respond without consideration, without any kind of mindfulness or pause or it's kind of nearly a reflex, boom, and it's out. And especially if someone says something we don't like or agree with, or that's slightly offensive or very offensive. You know, and that can be a mistake to just, to meet such energy or speech with a reaction, a strong reaction like that. And then there's also the area like that just sometimes just loose conversation, it's very surface, you don't really want to be in it, but we're too polite to say anything and we just kind of go along with it. And again, it's a huge drain on our energies and we might be fully conscious of this because we're so used to it. So really, our challenge as beings, human beings that aspire to be more conscious is to really gain mastery over our speech. So that's one way to look at how reactive is our speech and there's a great ability to give yourself pause, even if it's just half a second a second, just to settle or to reflect on what needs to be said, even when you're responding to someone especially if there's any charge in the situation, then it's, it's really important that we stay conscious. 
So that's one area, reactive speech, you could say. Then there's another whole area of gossip. And this is really one that's very degrading for ourselves in energetic terms. It really degrades the quality of our consciousness when we either gossip or partake in gossip. You know, the kind of conversations where he's like this, she's like that, and there's all these comments and judgments and whispers and nods. It's very kind of, it's a low vibration and it's a huge energy drain on us. And there's some people who just thrive on that level of energy. And that's where we have to decide, is this, is this satsang, is it good company for us? Is it our best use of energy and time? And we can also, you know, ask ourselves, is this true? You know, is it worthy? And what is it feeding in me when I speak low of someone else? This doesn't mean we can't, you know, have our opinion about someone, you know, but not in a judgmental way. There's a certain energetic dynamic that occurs when judgment sleeps in and this kind of, you see it sometimes, there's a kind of little joy in having dirt on other people, being able to pull them down a little bit and kind of elevate herself and it's a slippery slope. And then there's what you could say is sometimes there's this love of talking to avoid a loneliness we feel inside, that we just want to hear voices or to be part of a conversation or, you know, have a radio or TV on that we need kind of input constantly. But in a way, it's kind of a noise to distract us maybe from loneliness or pain or some insecurity that we might be better off stopping and honestly feeling. That if we can't be silent and at ease in ourselves and quiet, then why is that? You know, these are all areas you can just ascertain for yourself if you're interested. And when I talk about these areas, I'm happy to say that it's an area I'm still learning myself, that I'm not perfect in each and every area. But perfection is what we can aspire to. And that as we gain mastery over our speech, we have more energy available and we retain our consciousness and it gets easier, so to speak. And we're more comfortable with our own silence and other people's silences. We don't have to rush in, you know, to with remarks of levity or fun just to break the silence or, you know, we get more comfortable. And it's also interesting that you might notice that a lot of masters or people that are becoming more conscious, they tend to speak less. And often our words have more power 
when we speak less. Because you could say nearly the words are arising from a depth. And maybe that's a, what we could explore, that we can actually allow our own soul to guide our speech. And what I mean by that is our soul, this, our inmost being, which is in constant contact with the divine, has an innate capability to know what is good, what is true, and what is beautiful. So then, when we are speaking, we can ask, is what I'm partaking in, is it good, is it true, and is it beautiful? Or, you know, sometimes what we have to say might be beautiful, but there's a goodness to it. Or that we're exposing a truth or offering a truth. But once it has the fragrance of the good or the true or the beautiful, then you could say it's more soulful or speech. And this is very important. So it's a wonderful, you could say, our inner guidance then informs our conversation and speech. There's also another area that Sometimes when we have strong emotions that we want to unburden ourselves of them by speaking, like if there's a strong anger or sadness comes, we want to share it with someone. And this can be good, but it also can be that you're unable to actually feel those emotions or feelings and you just want to speak with them to temporarily dissipate them. That your vital, your own inner vital strength isn't capable of dealing with what's arising in that moment in your consciousness. So it's more you want to kind of, rather than transform it, it's to unburden yourself, to leak it out, to share it with another. So, it's another area we can be mindful of. And that's also another area. Sometimes when we want to speak with someone, it's because there's this vital exchange of energies. But just as we're, you know, letting out energy, if we're in relation and communication, we're also taking in energy. And is that energy nourishing for us. Now in saying that there's sometimes nothing more wonderful than speaking honestly to a friend who is present and capable of listening and receiving in presence. That's very conscious. And then there's also the area that after a conversation, we can replay the conversation around and around in our head, second-guessing ourselves or pulling apart what they said. And, you know, worrying, did I say the right thing? And this is a continuation of that communication or that speech, but it's kind of gone twisted or 
it's become self-referential it's going into that mode and this kind of can take us out of presence and be an energy drain in that regard so really you know when a conversation is done it doesn't mean we can't contemplate a conversation in presence but not to run it around in our head in a kind of repetitive way that negatively reinforces our self-image or the image of the other it doesn't it also doesn't mean that we can't say oh in a conversation we look back and say i wasn't as conscious as i would have liked to have been in that moment but that's okay you just recognize it and you know you put a will on ah i shan't do that again then there's the whole area of uh, cursing or bad language or foul language and of course this is a huge energetic release and you know sometimes we're stressed with life or bummed out and you know this language has a certain vibration it's kind of release but again it's it kind of gives a little temporary sense of nearly regurgitating like letting something out but it doesn't actually get to any root of the problem and it actually lowers our consciousness or state of presence and and especially if that language is directed at someone you're actually putting negative energy towards someone you're cursing them or you know can be even cursing god You know, it's not that the gates of heaven will be barred to us for using foul language, you know. This is just a matter of, again, energetic responsibility and how you use your energy and how to claim that back so that you can be live a free and happy life and to become conscious of your own divinity and divinity of those around you. I know for me, it was many years ago when I studied more shamanic spirituality that two wonderful flower essences i think it was snapdragon and peyote flower and i took them and it cleansed much of my body of that kind of harsh language so it was a great a great boon so to speak but for two three days it really rattled my whole, whole system it made me very conscious of the power of those words and then the need really to to master that and you know mastery can come in different ways it can be just surrendering it stopping it pull up putting your own will on it and a, and a vigilance not to be like that or calling down a spiritual light or power to cleanse it or the help of a plant medicine i have a meditation and called welcoming peace that's on this same channel and it's about drawing down spiritual energy down into the the body and you can just use that and bring it to the throat chakra so our throat chakra is that center of speech so when we call down light from above to that area it starts the process of really clarifying it and transforming it and then 
you could say there's also as humans we can rant sometimes just non-stop on 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 but again this is a huge waste of energy really especially for ranting about others criticizing them or even politics and getting totally caught up in it and sometimes it can be our own false ideas about people or events or our own misunderstandings and we go into a ranting episode and this has happened to me in the past like where I get so worked up about something and then you know a month a year later I go oh I was misinformed or I misunderstood and I was just ranting you know so it's a wonderful energy just to hold back not in a sense of like you're damning your speech but you know damning in the sense of holding it back it's more that it's moderated it's not a full blockage of it and it's not a total anything goes it's just this bringing consciousness to it being very aware of what you're saying and what conversation you're partaking in and is it good true and beautiful is it of service is it fun is it ease is it loving is it expressive of something genuine and authentic and really you know so much can be gained from you know learning to come back to the witness consciousness and how to rest back and that really can teach us uh, mastery over our speech and I, I see it it's a lot of people don't have that they think they know how to come back to the witness consciousness yet they have no mastery over their speech which often tells me they don't know how to fully come back to that witnessing consciousness so really if we can endeavor not to let our words hurt or harm or wound anyone that we don't engage in gossip about ourselves or others or into that very small low talk then we're really we're not losing energy that way it's a reclamation we're saying no I'm guarding the gate of speech I'm making it conscious I'm you could say divinizing it and also very important when people are in very heated or disputed arguments if you can remain calm and smooth and say what you need to say but don't train to their energy or their vibration and also if you can see it's a dispute that's just some debates or arguments they don't want to resolve themselves they just want to damn the other side don't partake and step out because it's fruitless in general so always if you can keep your your tone and voice calm without aggression and without trying to force anyone to control anyone with your words you can offer advice or suggestion now this can be difficult if we're in positions in work where we're maybe in authority and have to delegate work but we can do so in a manner that's respectful that we're speaking to another human being now 
of course, there are situations where you may need to raise your tone. You know, if someone I see is robbing my car out the window, I'm not going to use a lovely, quite insisting tone. I might let a shout out. And that's necessary then for that situation. But just in our general day-to-day -day affairs and communications, are we, are we mindful, conscious of our speech? And the big thing is really, if you can, not to say anything without a pause or a small reflection, to give yourself that chance to check in, is this good, true or beautiful? Is it the best I can say in this moment? Because especially when we get emotional about something or worked up, we can very easily, you know, after the fact, regret what we say because it's like, it's nearly like our pain is speaking or, you know, an old hurt is speaking or an unconscious part of it. Or sometimes we'll even, you know, surprise ourselves, we'll hear ourselves say something that our mother or father or grandparents said. It's like we're regurgitating it because there's this kind of, pull on it. So that's the small offering around speech and to see where in our life if anywhere there's a patterning of unconscious speech or excessive speech or gossip or cursing or you know forcing and just learn to really surrender with that or clarify that or to bring your soul to it. Our soul's energy has an innate wisdom and if you welcome that, it can change so much. So thank you for spending this time with me and I wish you well.